Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner Sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with Inner Sight. Our topic for today, the spiritual work of the new group of world servers. And before we get started exploring this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, the founder of Lucis Trust. Alice Bailey wrote 24 volumes of literature, and those 24 volumes of literature are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. Today in the world, a great moment of crisis has arrived. On the physical plane, without any outer organization, there is integrating silently, steadily, and powerfully a group of men and women who are being gathered out of every nation, every group, and church, and party. They are of all races. They speak all languages. They embrace all religions. Their characteristics are synthesis, inclusiveness, and fine mental development. They own to no creed, save the creed of brotherhood, based on the one life. What exactly is the responsibility of this group of world servers? We tend probably uh, to think of service and the new group of world servers as the people who work or aspire to a world of peace and right human relations and who desire to see the afflicted and suffering fed and clothed and comforted. Those are certainly um, worthy examples of service and uh, very necessary for a large portion of the world's population. But they are, all of those things, essentially effects, including peace and right human relations. Those are effects. They are outcomes of um, causes that really are initiated on the level of energy and consciousness. And the true spiritual significance of the work of the world servers is their work with energy. And today, perhaps we can explore how this exactly manifests in our world in very visible and recognizable ways. We know that humanity is passing through a very testing period now that is leading to what is called the New Age. 
and it's affecting human beings on every level, on the physical, the emotional, and the mental levels, and all at the same time we're being tested, almost every one of us, on all levels of our being. And the world, if we look at it, maybe our own lives seem to be in a constant state of upheaval. There's one crisis after another. Look at just the past year. It began with the tsunami in Southeast Asia. It ended, so to speak, with the earthquake in Pakistan. And there was everything in between. Earthquakes, forest fires, tidal waves, hurricanes, drought, floods, war, famine, The goal of the world servers is to fit man to work easily with the new forces and energies playing upon him, Alice Bailey said. And perhaps the upheaval of the planet is in its own way fitting humanity to work with new forces and energies. Excuse me, it's making us more aware that um, there are these interludes of of uh, chaos and interludes of uh, peace and and it's I think that's the whole idea of the interludes working with interludes is perhaps uh, being made more apparent by the uh, presence of all of these uh, um, ups and downs of nature and uh, the uh, <clears throat> man's reactions to nature and how we have to look ahead and plan and uh, be careful and and so it's all a learning lesson I think and it's also an effect I think of the incoming seventh ray which we've talked about the new age is qualified by the seventh ray that governs order and organization and the fusion of spirit with matter so that suggests that the time we live in is a time for building and manifesting and anchoring on outer planes the inner spiritual principles. Alice Bailey said under this ray, the seventh ray, it will be possible to build a new structure for the rapidly decaying civilization and to erect the new temple desired for the religious impulse. Wouldn't we all like to see that new temple for the religious impulse? The old temples of religious impulse seem to have brought us to a point of separatism and warfare and hatred it's time for a new day, and in many ways, humanity is prepared for it. We have nearly universal literacy. We have modern technology that enables us to communicate with people on the other side of the world. We have the means for travel and um, connection. All of the systems are in place, so to speak. The upheaval is just a sign of pulsations of energy, and as you say, it's an interlude that's remarkably, um, what's the word, fertile, we could say, fertile for spiritual growth. And this is one of the aspects of the service of the world servers, to work in the interludes, so keeping the plan progressing. Coming back to this idea that they work with energy, and on the level of energy, what are the interludes we mean exactly? Well, the Bible says that to everything there is a season, a time to be born and a time to die. And the ageless wisdom recognizes that there are interludes on every level of life. Our heart functions with interludes, doesn't it? Right. And uh, I think we'll, if you look at your life and your, your daily life, you will see that uh, you do indeed work 
in accordance with a lot of intervals inter- and uh, interludes, I should say, and uh, the, just the, the daily getting up in the morning and going to work and coming home at night, that's working within a, a daily interlude. And um, so it's, it's understanding the more subtle interludes that really begin to work with the spiritual energies. This whole world that is so visible to us is governed by interludes. And uh, we're told that it's part of the cycle of um, energy flow in the very source of our life and planet, the being that we call God. This day and night cycle is an expression of energies pulsing and then withdrawing. And Alice Bailey said that one of the things that every seeker has to learn is to achieve that wisdom that is based on a knowledge of when to work and when to refrain, and on an understanding of those periods or interludes which are characterized by speech and by silence. She said it's here that many mistakes are made, and here that many workers fail to make good. Well, I think a lot of very well-intentioned people are by their very nature activists. They want to produce, they want to create, they want to manifest that which they believe is good for the world, for their families, for their group, for themselves. They want to make manifest some kind of a vision of a better world. But behind the idea of the interludes is a recognition that energy flows in cycles and there's a time to to be actively manifesting and a time to be resting a time to be producing and a time to be withdrawing. And how one gains a sense of these interludes, I suppose, begins with the personal life. Yeah, I think it's the... One has to start with oneself, and it's it's understanding how one's own reaction to the world. And I mean, we live on a planet that is revolving on its axis, you know, in a very definite kind of interludes mm-hmm. of revolutions and the, all the seasons that it creates, the tilting of the earth back the and solstices. forth, the solstices, and these are all interludes that are built into the very functioning of the earth itself, and so we should begin to realize that, and we, I think more and more we do, that uh, we have to learn to cooperate with these interludes work with them and not just try to work against them or ignore them, but uh, work with the interludes because this is how um, work really gets done more efficiently. And there is a relation between the, the interludes that govern the spiritual year and the interludes that govern the practice of meditation and the breath. And it's really quite fascinating. There's the in-breath in a breathing exercise, the, it begins with the drawing in of the breath, which compares to the months of January, February, and March, roughly, in the spiritual year. In this particular cycle, the outgoing consciousness is gathered in and lifted up so that the mind is prepared to receive impression from a still higher level. The higher interlude that follows the in-breath is roughly the months of April, May, and June when the mind which has been prepared then enters into contemplation, which is a period, you could say, of inspired waiting. 
when the mind is quiet and receptive to the impress of the soul. And that higher interlude of the year is the most spiritually um, powerful and fertile period of the whole year, roughly the months of April, May, and June. The higher interlude is followed by the outbreath, the release of the breath, in the months roughly of July, August, and September. And this phase of exhalation is a release that leads to effects being registered on the brain. What was received in contemplation is, is then in this particular interlude impressed upon the brain, in other words, on the waking consciousness. And finally, the lower interlude of the year that has just passed is the months of October, November, and December, when the focus is on active manifestation of the plan on the physical plane, in active work, and with the use of the spiritual will. So there is a a parallel between the interludes of the meditation and breathing process and the whole flow of the annual cycle. And the more we can get our own lives and activities in sync with this inner spiritual cycle, the more we can begin to work with energy in our own lives and circumstances. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, the spiritual work of the new group of world servers. And this special offer today from Luce's Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bally book, Serving Humanity. It's a, Serving Humanity is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bally. And the special offer today comes in the form of uh, free shipping and handling. We all know how expensive that can be, so um, it's a complete discount on shipping and handling. And so the book is available. Serving Humanity is available for sixteen dollars. Uh, it's an inspiring. Serving Humanity is an inspiring compilation of extracts uh, that will help the reader's understanding of true service and why it's so important to spiritual development. Serving Humanity contains a lot of information on the new group of world servers, uh, which is our topic today, and it's about their work and how one becomes affiliated with them. So what you need to do if you'd like to take advantage of this special offer is uh, send a check or money order to Lucis Publishing Company. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And once again, it's a check or money order, $16. Ask for the book, Serving Humanity. Mention that you heard it on Intersight, heard the offer on Intersight, and uh, send the check or money order to Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And we appreciate the donations uh, that you've sent to us in the past. They certainly um, they underscore your support for us, for our work. And, um, and that would, they're just so appreciated because uh, radio is expensive and those donations do help to keep us on the air. So once again, thanks again. Thanks for your support. And if you'd like to uh, donate, those people who would like to donate, uh, the donations are tax deductible. Send the donations to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And um, you're welcome to uh, contact us for any reason. Uh, if you'd like to attend our monthly meetings, or you can oh, and also you can call for a meeting schedule, or if you'd like to... Uh, 
order a general package of information you can, uh, telling you all about Lucis Trust. Uh, probably the most frequently asked question, is it, is it a religion? Well, no, the, the answer is that it's not a religion. It's a uh, spiritual philosophy organization. But if you'd like to contact us, you can do so on our phone number, toll-free, 1-866-695-8247. That's 1-866-695-8247. The easier to remember, it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. Our website, www.lucistrust.org. And uh, there's a lot of information about Lucis Trust on the website, but the primary reason that people key in is to uh, to listen to the previously archived library of radio shows. Um, uh, I was I was thinking um, with uh, with the new group of world ser- uh, service there. I think there are a lot of um, there, there's much there's metaphors in the opening thought, and it mentions that in the opening thought by Alice Bailey that uh, that they speak all languages. I would think that's metaphoric. Do these new group of world service do they speak all languages? Do they speak in tongues? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it would, I you read that metaphorically. I don't know. You might be right, Robert. I read yeah. it quite literally oh, that really? yeah. they are found in all cultures, all societies, yeah. all oh, religions, think, yeah. all races. In other words, they're not concentrated up in Scandinavia or in um, Zimbabwe. They're everywhere. They come from every nation. So every uh, nation, yeah, every yeah. group, every culture. That's what's so powerful about the um, group of world services that they include and they represent the whole of humanity and every field of endeavor. You might think, well, the servers will all be workers in healing. Well, yes, they're there, but they're also in finance. Look for them on Wall Street. You'll find them. Mm -hmm. They're also in government. Look for them in Congress. They're there. And if you're so cynical that you don't think they're there, then look at your own attitudes and the blinders you have on that say nobody could be a a world server who's in government or politics. Mm -hmm. So the point is they're everywhere. Yeah, they're characterized more by uh, identifying with the entire group of all humanity, the world, and uh, that's a a peculiarity about them, I guess. Yes, their characteristics, Alice Bailey said, are synthesis, inclusiveness, and a a sense of brotherhood. Mm -hmm. And that is the most... um, a fundamental quality of all of them that they don't have borders on their sense of humanity. They identify yeah. with the whole of the human experience. Can we join them as one does the Boy Scouts? Or <laughs> You join them by being like them, uh-huh. by emulating them. And that's what's so interesting about their responsibilities that as we come to understand these um, responsibilities to work on the level of energy, we find we automatically become one of them. And we've, we've talked about the idea of working in the interludes, getting a sense of the flow of energy in one's own life, the cycles of one's own life. Maybe some people think their lives are governed basically by seven-year cycles. I've known people like that. Others have said that they see their life in terms of 20-year cycles. Other people might see shorter cycles of four years at a time. But this idea of a rhythm and a flow to life gives you a sense of organization and of um, periods of of uh, expression and of withdrawal that help you understand 
at any particular moment where your focus ought to be concentrated. Maybe it's a time for you to be more silent and more inwardly attuned. Maybe it's a time to be more activist. Each individual has to figure this out for himself. But Alice Bailey said, it's all based on the basic pulsation of the life of the one who um, lies behind all the outer worlds, the one we call God. She said God breathes and his pulsating life emanates from the divine heart and manifests as the vital energy of all forms. It flows, pulsating in its cycles throughout all nature. If, circles can, if seekers can learn to utilize these interludes, she said, they can then release the prisoners of the planet. And I love that thought of the prisoners of the planet. It might sound so strange, but as we come to understand it, we realize we're one of them because the prisoners of the planet essentially are all lives from the atomic level of the mineral kingdom on up to the greatest beings on our planet. While those lives are encased or encapsulated in form and all human beings who are living on the physical plane in a body are by their very nature prisoners of that body prisoners of the planet and the release of the prisoners of the planet the freeing of the life within those forms is a great service that's one of the uh, <clears throat> one of the responsibilities of the new group of world servers is to free the prisoners of the planet and uh, you know this kind of gets to the very nub the very heart of why we are on this planet at all why we are in the world the very purpose for being here is to help free these imprisoned beings these little lives they, whether they be atomic lives whether they be vegetable lives or animal lives or human lives, they need uh, in freeing and liberation. And it's it's not just to free them, but it's the act of freeing. Because in the in the process of freeing, one is lifted up. One is the being is lifted up and um, purified, and uh, the the uh, strength of one's vibration is increased. And that's really behind all of what's going on. Maybe to give our listeners some examples, one, the obvious one that comes to mind is Luther Burbank's work with the vegetable kingdom. And was it George Washington Carver who developed all the um, uses of the peanut? Obviously, he was engaged in freeing the prisoners of the planet in terms of the vegetable kingdom and the potential of one element within that vegetable kingdom, the, the lowly peanut that could bring such a nourishment to humanity and to animals too. And science is actively engaged in freeing the prisoners of the planet. Look at what's going on in CERN in Geneva where they are engaged in trying to discover the secret of f the fusion of atomic energy, the release of the power of the atom in a in, um, in cold fusion, as it's called, rather than explosion that's so destructive. And yes, uh, it's. <clears throat> but as, as we said before, the um, the whole process of releasing and freeing is um, it. It's the process of purifying at the same time. Mm -hmm. One is uplifted, and that's why in the Bible it says, 
be ye lifted up even as your Father in heaven is lifted up and uh, be ye made perfect I mean these um, these pronouncements go back you know thousands of years and it's the same impulse that is behind the work today to, to lift up uh, not only yourself and our fellow man and this is why service is such a a um, necessary thing because by serving we help to release the prisoners of the planet the basic um, spiritual principle behind this idea of the prisoners of the world of form is the interrelationship between spirit and matter this is a fundamental principle of the ageless wisdom that through the experience that's offered by the world of form matter is energized and lifted up and at the same time spirit is enabled to enhance its vibration through its experience in matter the bringing together of spirit and matter is what manifests the soul or consciousness and through the soul the spirit element or aspect develops a sensitivity and a a conscious awareness and matter is as you say quickened and lifted up you can apply that principle to the work done in science you can apply it in finance and economics the people who are engaged in uh, reorienting the flow of financial energy on a planetary level so that it redeems and liberates the lives of the billions of people who live on two dollars a day or less if there isn't a, an element of freeing the prisoners of the planet in the work being done to liberate the most impoverished I don't know what would be and you see it in the work of educators because the very word edu- education is from the Latin educari to bring out or to bring forth you're releasing an imprisoned splendor within every human being when you educate the person you aren't pouring ideas into him so much as bringing out of that individual the inner spiritual essence that is imprisoned and awaiting release that's what a teacher really does it's bringing forth the light that is within and that's really kind of the uh, the purpose mm-hmm. behind is to to radi- so that this planet becomes a radiant planet of light and uh, not of darkness Alice Bailey said every human being who reaches the goal of light and wisdom automatically has a field of influence which extends both up and down and which reaches both inwards to the source of light and outward into the fields of darkness when he's thus attained he'll become a conscious center of life-giving force and will be so without effort he will stimulate energize and vivify to fresh efforts all lives that he contacts be they his fellow aspirants or an animal or a flower what a lovely thought sure is please take advantage of a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company and that's the Alice Bailey book Serving Humanity a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey and also you'll find the topic that we uh, discussed today about the world service within that book as well. Once again, ask for Serving Humanity. It's discounted today, discounted in the form of free shipping and handling. $16 check or money order to Lucis Publishing. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, 
New York, New York, 10005. At $16 check or money, ask for Serving Humanity. To Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Audible is making summer a little bit sweeter for Amazon Prime members. For a limited time, you can join for just $4.95 a month for your first three months and enjoy the stories you love outdoors. Use the Audible app and take Tom Clancy's line of sight to the pool or hit the beach with David Baldacci's Fallen. You'll get one credit a month good for any audiobook. Exchange any you don't like. Summer is the perfect time for this Prime member offer. Get it now at audible.com slash prime. If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.